And you know who else is looking out for you? I am. And I'm alerting you that you are now part of a show that has begun. Yay! Yes. <laughs> Welcome to My Safe Word is More. My name is Al Jackson, faithful host of Daily Blast Live, father of three, hanging out with my kiddos this weekend, and stand-up comic for 18 years. I'm joined by the one, two, three-time Emmy-winning producer, Mr. Chris Clark. Chris, how the hell are you? Great! Yes! I mean, he's also like a father. He doesn't get the beloved father. Of no, uh, Chris, just dist emotionally distant father. Yeah. <laughs> On this podcast, we don't so, acknowledge you as a father. But you know who we do acknowledge? The two-time killer on the show, Survivor. One-time murderer. I don't know if we could say that. Of the, of the show, <laughs> The Amazing Race. But I was you more can, the victim of the show, The Amazing Race. <laughs> you can hear her every week. Here on My Safe Word is more. My girl, Corinne Kaplan. Yeah. Better known as Cookies in the Building. Cookie, how are you? <laughs> What's my last name? DeSantis? No. No. <laughs> Cookie Biagi? I kind of like, like Cookie Fitzpatrick. No, Cookie. She seems like Florentine. She, Florentine. Cookie Florentine. Jesus. Cookie I can't remember Florentine. my own alias. I got too many aliases. That seems guys. like the dish that would get turned down. Uh, for you on the last mm. round of like some cooking show and they'd be like what do you have Corinne you're like uh, my grandmother it's cookies Florentine and the guy's like there's no there's no vanilla wafers sugar? in this lasagna what is this um, <laughs> well I'm super happy to be here I have so many stories that Chris and I were like having to like dissect what goes on this episode and what we'll save for another one um, so out the gates I am going to tell you a fantastic story of travel that I have regarding an Uber ride that I took and Ooh. you are going to tell me something that happened to you on yeah, a plane I was so say I have a story I, I have a quick one so yeah So uh you know you guys we we like the story of well the the podcast to be stories from our lives and so often since we travel we have those and I think I've got a really good one for you and then speaking of travel I did something for the first time ever Ooh. and I I'm very excited to get into it. I'm going to actually leave it to when I get into the story, but it is a, I, I, it's so, you know, it's so rare at this point I'm in my so life excited about this. that it's my first time doing anything, you Ooh. know, it's so rare. And then we're going to go into a whole thing. I've got a whole bunch of dating stories. You guys, I fucking, I got in trouble with, are we dating the same guy? You knew it was going to happen. It's happened. Um, for was something some, really dumb. snitching on the pod? Nope. Even dumber. That would be value like that. That I I that would that's a valid reason right. for me to get in trouble. This was not. I'm very curious. And then I have a whole bunch of things <laughs> to tell you um, regards to dating. I'm not even gonna get to everything today because there's so much. And then we're gonna hear from one of our listeners because we have an email that's also dating related, as yes. I understand it. I'll yes. be briefing us on that. So we'll kick it off with my story of the Uber. So I was coming back from Salt Lake, and it has nothing to do with Salt Lake. But it was an incredible just when the stars align. So this particular, it's actually a Lyft driver. But because I care, I like Uber better than Lyft. I'd rather give them the attention. We're just gonna Why keep is that? Uh, it's always cheaper. It's always faster. The cars are always nicer. I don't know. I, I am confused by the people that only use Lyft. I'm, like, Lyft is so bad for me. I only use it when there's like a very, like, I, I've been having problems lately. I don't I don't think I have a bad rating, you guys, but I refuse to look at my rating. It's like this weird, like, say, you, this isn't I won't look at it. Think about. I this won't look at it. This is something that you can definitely check. Because once, a very long time ago, I looked at it, and I used to, my best friend Matt used to live a few blocks from me, and I would let him take the Uber the few blocks more home to get dropped off, and, like, three different times he did shit and caused my rating to plummet. Now, I've since, this has been 10 years, I've since, I think, done nothing wrong, and I'd be so, I'm never, ever late, I'm a perfect angel, um, 
but I just won't look at it. So I, I've been having problems getting picked up by Uber. So we're just going to leave it at that. Can we do a whole podcast on what Matt was doing? Yeah. Oh, well, you mean besides, you I don't mean know. my friend Matt the Flasher? Throwing up. <laughs> he oh. would manage to do some shit in between my house and his house, which is, I don't know, two and a half minutes. And I was just getting like one star ratings, like to the point where oh, I like, couldn't. Goodness. So now something's happening. I'm not able to get picked up. I don't know what's happening. So anyways, I'm on Lyft. So I get into this <laughs> Lyft and I have been... I, I told you guys on the last podcast that I got into, I like the this podcast, The Huberman Lab, and there was an FBI hostage negotiator on there. And that guy wrote a book. So I'm getting real deep into this hostage negotiator. I love mental warfare. It's why I liked reality TV. Like, that's the part I like. And I'm in sales, and I think it's useful. So, all right. So I, on that podcast, learned that he practices a lot of the different techniques he does on his Uber drivers because it's like a, a good practice land, right? It doesn't matter. And they're stuck in the car with you. And so one of the things he said that he does is he'll ask them, he'll see if he can turn their day around and in turn, like turn his around. So he'll say like, what's your favorite thing about this job? Now, I just don't care enough about the answer but to if that. he's like, no blacks on the west side, yeah. probably drive over here. My favorite thing is raping the passenger. <laughs> um, so I just decided I was going to try and, you know, because I work, I have, to, I have to talk to people all day long. And I feel like I don't hone my skills of like humanity as much because I'm doing like technical sales stuff, right? I'm talking about certain things, medically speaking. I'm not just talking to somebody to talk to someone. In fact, I don't have small talk. It's not a thing I do. So. I decide that I'm going to try and change that about myself. So in this car, I get in and I say to him, you know, I shut the door and I'm like, have you ever picked up a celebrity passenger? Now, I know what you're thinking. It wasn't because I was going to tell him I was a celebrity. No, I think that that's a prompt on Bumble when squares can't figure out what to say. They're like, uh, are you allergic to fish? Ask her anything. Yeah, that's a very strange so, way to enter the car. It was what I, I mean, I, I fully, the like. I'd be like, am I on Jimmy Kimmel? I shut the door and then went right into it. And uh, he said to me, he's like, um, you know, it's funny, I have. From the Salt Lake, or from, not Salt Lake, from the airport, right? Like, because he had picked me up at the airport. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, who was it? And so this is how he unravels the story to me. He's like, well, I was sitting in the front seat, obviously, driving. So it's not like I was, like, looking directly at him. I could see him in the rearview mirror. But he was making small talk with me, which we're going to get to why he was doing that in a minute. But he was, you know, trying. He was like, "Oh, do you do anything outside of um, drive for Uber, Lyft, whatever?" And he goes, uh, "Yeah, actually, I, I make electronic music, whatever." Uh, okay. And so <laughs> the passenger, he says, then just to be polite, he says, "You know, what do you do?" And he's like, um, "Well, uh, I was a working actor." And he's like, "Oh, you know, were you on anything I've seen?" And he goes, "Yeah, I was on a show called Growing Pains for seven years." And the guy in the front, like, he's probably younger, but he did know the show. And he's thinking, it's like, it was Growing Pains only had, like, seven people on it. You know, it was right. like a small show, like the cast. And he realizes he's driving Kirk Cameron. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. And you know my yes. legacy with Kirk Cameron. My legacy. So <laughs> I, I just was like, holy shit, what was he doing here? And he's like, oh, I, I know everything. He goes, so he has, like, a, you know. Five kids. And two of them are, they're grown kids. Two of them live in Colorado. So he was visiting one of them. How old is Kirk now? I mean, he's like 15 years older than me. I mean, he's he's older. Right, okay. Yeah, the, this is what Chris is here for. Yes. Give us a number, Chris. How old is Kirky Poo? I'm going to say he's Kirk 59. Cameron, let's guess. I say 59. Well, when I met him and I was 13, he was like in his 20s. 
Yeah. Okay, how old? Kirk Cameron is 53 years old. 53? Oh, He's not old. doing so well. I was way well, off. Well, I don't know why he wasn't more interested in me. Mm. We weren't that far apart then. Okay. So, I saw you trying to do a little don't get Kirk Cameron canceled math. Yeah. You were like, <laughs> I was legal age. I mean, I was, was legal. 13, and I don't know why he couldn't. He didn't want to kick it. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go back and listen because it is one of my very best celebrity encounter stories. Um, anyway, so he says to me, he goes, so when he's talking to him, Kirk says to him, he goes, oh, you know, are you are you doing anything with acting lately? Like what, you know, he's just trying to make small talk. Right. And he goes, um, I, I wrote the quote down so I don't screw it up. He said, I'm trying to focus on what America is missing right now. And what do you think that is? Christianity. It sure is. Yes. Can I get some he props on that? Me. I knew it. Thank you. Yep. There were no hints given. No. I just know he's super Jesus. Yes. And so he said that it was the most uncomfortable ride he has ever had. He kept going in on how, you know, it, it, it really, if you aren't going to church on a regular basis, if you haven't found Jesus, like he said it was, he didn't know what to do. And then for the, the icing on the cake, he didn't tip. So I guess the tip was, accept Jesus as your personal savior. Yeah. That, that was the tip. That's the real tip is like, I could give you money, but even though I have mm, millions. Yes. Here's a pocket. Even Bible. though I got that syndicated <laughs> fucking sitcom Dude, money. And he hadn't touched that. Kirk Cameron made bank on those. He was the he was the Dr. Dre of those Christian movies that are now like uh -huh. pretty mainstream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he he was in on. You know what he did? He committed early. And people were like, bro, go to Hollywood, date a model. He's like, no, I'm mm -hmm. going. I'm going to make these Christian movies. All the chicks, it, you know, they're, they're going to worship me in several different ways. And I uh, like the power. And he just took over that small community. He really is the I mean, Joel Osteen of Christian I, movies. I want to say that when he told, when I was in the car and this driver was telling me this, I started like mentally trying to understand like what it would be like if I ran into Kirk Cameron. Because the, you know, the the logical person in me goes, he's fucking insane. And like, just because you thought he was cute, like you you must now realize that that was like a piss poor choice of like celebrity crushes. Right. No, I still felt like, oh, my God. So if his kids live here and I'm at the airport, I could end up I could end up with him. Maybe you got to start going to church. You know, he's going to be there. <laughs> I know. How many I, churches could there be? You find out what cities and look at his Instagram. I found out what city because I asked where his daughter lived because I was like, which grocery store? Like if you're spitballing. If I like, wanted to find Jesus. <laughs> I mean, what better than to take a, a, a person like me who's obviously going directly to hell and save me? Is he married? Yes. yes. He's got to be. Yes. Now, I'll tell you what I do know about these religious fools. For 32 years. 32 years, please. Please. <laughs> I can knock that out. Yeah. Give me 32 minutes. Yeah. I got it. I'll, I'll accept this challenge. Yeah, look, you can't. It, you're still a human being. It's just like when, you know, they were doing the whole, like, Tim Tebow's a virgin. And I think pro maybe, yeah, probably. He, it seems like he walked the walk. But I will say this. As somebody that studied biology, I don't care about Christianity. I don't care about your moral constitution or how hard you're willing to buckle down and follow this, this edict that's been laid uh, by God for you. My question is, where is the semen going? Your body is producing a large <laughs> amount of sperm. Yeah. What are you doing with that? If masturbation is illegal and you are not having premarital sex. Mm, where Where is all the is, backed up fluid is going? It, is it just being reabsorbed just, in your no, body? No, it's, it's fucking nightmarish wet dreams. 
It's got to be. It's just, <laughs> it's got to change those bed sheets every fucking it, morning. No, that's the way like your mom describes like your wet dreams mm-hmm. when you're at the pediatrician and uh, she tells the doctor, uh, can you ask my son to step out so we can talk? Yeah. He goes, I see you've been having some nocturnal emissions. And she goes, oh, no, that's, that's not how I would describe this. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare. Yeah. Have you seen The Conjuring? That, that but yeah. come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, that's my update. Uh, Kirk Cameron is in the area. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and go to our Instagram. It's my safe word is more on Instagram. I have put a picture of me, 13-year-old me, with Kirk Cameron. And it is a poster size that was framed at my bat mitzvah. He was the central piece at my bat mitzvah, okay? That's very I, sacrilegious. I love this man. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, God damn it with this background. I've now elbowed it three times. Um, yeah. Anyways, give I, me your airplane story. I, I will, but I, I do want to throw this one thing out as I think about, because we're laughing like Kirk Cameron and and Cookie, just the most ridiculous combination. Like they're, they're two totally different things. But Chris, think about who Cookie is. Okay. Strip I still away. haven't gotten used to the fact that you call me that. It's Coco. It's strip away what we, the, what we know about you and what's at the core of who you are. You're a person that has discipline, respects discipline, mm-hmm. and seeks discipline. And I like attractive people. Right. He's got all those things. He's got all those things. And his strict rules about Christianity, really what all a lot of religious stuff is and why all those pastors eventually break and find a, 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 mm-hmm. a, a, a gay prostitute and they start doing meth is because it's really what BDSM is. You withhold and withhold until you cannot yes. take it anymore. Whatever is inside of you, yeah. you snap but you don't snap a little bit you go all the way and i, mean, I feel like he represents the what did it ring yes three times now did it really yes. i don't think it's it i think candy it, crush type ring <laughs> my son's background i think that kirk cameron is an erotic figure for you Let me, because he's the mount everest of discipline chris would you go ahead and give it a goog does he have a son that's dateable age that maybe is a uh, the black sheep, maybe. He has six children. Six, six children. Yeah. That's just just the Four perfect of number. Them are I'm sorry. What? Mm-hmm. I don't even get the actual Kirk Jean. Well, what about the two that aren't? I don't really know, but I'll look. All right, I we'll, we'll give Kirk him time Jean. to. Yeah. yeah, I'm only doing this to be closer to Kirk. Well, I mean, I think that, that could be on a, a risk also, that we start selling. It's such an unfortunate adoption. Like you're like. Are you I, kidding me? That's a great adoption. I don't know. To be get into like a super religious family like that. Okay, you know he's going overseas. You know he's going overseas, so he gets his his kids he, like it, like foreign cars. I don't know. So he, I, he's see, going overseas. I think you're giving him too much credit. I think he's going only white children. He has a 27 year old son. What, All right, what, what's, what's, what is the race on that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Poor Chris. 27. 27's like right in my wheelhouse. All right, well, that's well, very weird. That's very weird for somebody to be looking at a 27 year old and go, he has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a very you can't creepy. Tell, you noise. can't tell what race. He's got some cute daughters. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that, see, that's what that oh, that noise only comes from creepy men that are like repressing our yeah, lizard brain. And, and you're like, let me just look up this science. If oh, you couldn't yeah, hear Chris, because right. we don't have a mic up. He said that he has some cute daughters. I guess the son is 23 year old son. Or do they seem like they're from this son? country or from outside of this country? All right. This is getting off off. Okay. 20-year-old son? 
Okay. Now, All right. As much as I like the, the Census Bureau. He's, he's uh, not mic'd up. And I'm like, no one can hear just, yeah. Okay. So anyways, there's a plethora of children, but many of whom do not share And that genetics. ties into what I have to tell Go you. Go for it. Speaking of a plethora of children. Oh, no. On uh, a flight? Yeah. But, you know, it's it's it was kind of beautiful. Uh, you, you told me that your, uh, your, your, your buddy Rich and I kind of share very similar airport tactics in that mm, yes. like we don't appear at the gate until they're like calling your section. Richard is the last person to board the plane. Yes. See, I see I time it. The only difference between me and him is I time it where I leave the lounge and go down the elevator and when I if I hear calling all active military duty, I I'm too late. <laughs> I want to hear uh 1K, Premier uh, 1K. Yeah. If I can if that's the first thing I hear, I'm like nailed it. Yeah. And so I get to uh, my Florida L.A. last night at six o'clock. And so come out the lounge um, and I timed it pretty good. There was. Well, it, See, he doesn't like the lounge. That's crazy. He doesn't want to be in the airport for any reason, for any amount of minutes. It, but it, you have to get through security. He does get through security. But he I mean, I, I, I would have to. I can't. I want to say that he has he does it like he's 17 minutes from the airport and he leaves 48 minutes in advance like something insane. Unless he has like global entry or something. Okay, uh, I I'm fat. We need. No, no, I, I would like to talk to him about this because I'm I, curious. I might. I I I believe the reasoning is that as much as people will come up to him in the airport and like ask for pictures and stuff, it's much worse in the lounge. Like they feel entitled in the lounge and oh. that's why he doesn't want to go into the lounge. Yeah, because you got a lot of Texas oil bankers like, hey, I make more money than you. Bravo. They're just yeah, they're way more aggressive and freewheeling about it. Yeah, they they don't have that I'm quaking to be in anybody's presence vibe mm-hmm. that you kind of want to keep people away from. Yes. You. Okay, so, so go on. So um, I didn't time it perfectly, but I'm glad I didn't because a couple things happened. So uh, you know, six o'clock flight flight I get down there about six o three, and they're like, uh, you know, uh, families traveling with kids to and under, and these parents walk up. Their kids were probably five and four uh-huh. and i was and the the uh the woman was like because everybody was like wait are those your two-year-old your those are your toddlers mm. like they had uh, air cans on yeah these are like walking dragging yeah. their car yeah. seat and i'm like yeah and so like i was i was just looking to make sure everybody knew that we all hated them for that yeah. because like there it's weird because there was a family that seemed like uh they had a lot of kids with them some were younger and it seemed like Maybe French was probably their first language and they didn't understand they could get on and they didn't. They waited. And these dirt bags yes. with their kids that probably drove them to the airport got on. I was like, <laughs> how dare you? So they go, you know, active military and then they go one uh, K. And so um, it's always me and just seven just dead inside fathers, you know, just dressed terrible. Ralph Lauren. And just, yeah. So. We make our way as a herd up to get our our uh, our key scanned, and then everybody just stopped. And I went like I was like, why didn't why aren't we lining up? And the seas kind of parted, and in this sea of white people, there were just three identical twin black children that were probably three and a half years old they were all the same age they all looked exactly the same and they were just fighting but the way young boys fighting where there's like bald fists like they were they were scrapping it up but they were little kid baby fists like baby fists of fury and just like fight fighting like a a a rumble like three boys fighting each other and these older white folks did not know what to do and so 
you know, I'm looking around. There are no black people like in the one K or like would be close enough to like snatch one up. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like who? So I'm, like everybody's just kind of like walking past them and staring oh at them and like still like, <laughs> you know, getting on the flight. And right before I gave my uh, my phone to the to the shorty so she could scan, I just hear out of nowhere, reason, rhythm, empire. No, get over here. And I was no. like, those are their names. Oh my god, reason, rhythm, and empire. Re- but that wasn't so. I was just because I'm. This always, is beautiful. I'm always sad when I wasn't I'm leaving my that. kids, and so I was like, I was kind of sad when when that it was like God was like, dude. It's fine. I got so much joy. So I forgot that once I sat down, I was like in 4F. F, so I was like, oh, they're going to walk past. I get to see all of them. So they were probably like, you know, section two or whatever. And I see the first two come still like little brother fighting up the aisle, like mm-hmm. still fighting. And behind them comes Empire. <laughs> and then. This black woman who is their mother, yeah, but definitely an adoption situation because she was like 80, no, like <laughs> 59. Uh-huh. You know, there's no way like they could have been her children, right? And between it's so almost like, oh, she's traveling with, with just these three, three kids by herself, and then out of she's no, not doing a very good job of she, it. I mean, she was nowhere to be found, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then I was like, oh, she's not even watching those boys. And then when she right before she gets to my seat, she goes, Legacy, get up here. <gasps> There was another amazingly named oh kid my God. <laughs> named Legacy that wasn't even in the fight. Oh, my that's God. That's still getting yelled at. And I was just like, if Kwanzaa had reindeer, these would be their names. <laughs> <laughs> just like yes. Legacy, Empire, Reason, Reason, Rhythm. This is. Oh, and one of the kids' name was Ryder. I think they like writer, like uh, a, uh, like a scribe. Like yeah. I think they're named after like principles of, I don't know, the diaspora wow. or some shit. And so just the the gigantic six foot six cherry on top after this old black woman comes her definite husband and he is like a really sweet older white guy got legacy in tow and one that I was not named. So like it was like this really interesting family of I mean, I killed another last name. I know it was like there, there was at least five identical Twin, like boys mm-hmm. and then the grandmother that was just like derelict in her duties <laughs> there was a fight these kids are Corinne yeah. there was I was you know like if you sometimes like when you're walking down the street and you see like a, a, a kid on a tricycle you just look to see like where the parent is and you're like oh they're back there with the dog uh-huh. you but you get worried when you look and you still don't see a parent and you're like whose kid is that like we were they, we were like where is the there was no one in a 300 like these kids were just fighting in the middle of the gym. That's why. Yeah, and it's I just I mean it's not I grew up with like my father's, you know, he's American but he's Russian, you know? And mm-hmm. like my, his whole side of the family, like he's got a real Russian mentality. And you really couldn't act up in public, but every now and then, my brother and I fought real bad for many, many years. Yeah. Like we really did not get along and like really hurt each other. I mean, I, I went to the hospital, my brother cracked my head open like yeah, and it was you. You had my father was gonna rain down the wrath if you did this, but every once in a while we would act up in public, like something like that, and like it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't be pretty. The, and the grandmother had a quote that will be uh, somewhere in our new studios because she was definitely a woman that was very like, I, I don't know if you call it arrogant, but very proud of herself. Mm-hmm. And so um, the flight attendant when she got on 
they uh they were like looking in first class and flight attendants like can i help you find are you sitting in this cabin and she goes no but we will be soon Ooh. and i was like <laughs> okay wow very weird uh-huh and then and then he goes let me see your ticket and he was like 26 f so Ooh. it's like what are you doing yeah did oh. you think it started with You're 24 even, yeah. right after the bathroom <laughs> what are you doing man yeah but it was like i don't care where you sit but it was just like very weird that well, she like was so like like almost the way like people when they would get kicked off american idol they'd be like uh, you judges made a mistake you'll be hearing from me and yeah, you never no, hear from you, them again well, unless you go to a karaoke bar and yeah um, in in other things poor people do I do <laughs> I did something <laughs> reason I did something my very first time ever and I want to set this up properly so yes as Al says at the top of every show I was on Survivor however when I got on Survivor I had never ever slept outside in my entire life in fact my mother pulled me out of brownies because in her words it's white trash to become a Girl Scout so like there is no wait. What are brownies? Brownies is the it's cute. You're little. You, you pay fifty cent dues and you have the cookies. But then when you get a little older, you graduate and become a Girl Scout. In my mom's head, that's just like horrible. Yeah, like she, it's cute to be a brownie. Then I'm that, not working my way up to give you money. She was just like, it's it, like we're gonna put you in dance. We're gonna. I took ice skating lessons. I took acting lessons. I, but they were like, we're not gonna. We're not gonna keep sending you to get patches and like work for free at the like senior home. So anyway, <laughs> I want to be clear that like. When, even when, okay, so I grew up in Florida and camping is obviously not a thing in Florida, but there was a point at which my brownie troop was camping in like a park, like, like, um, it's a park you'd go to to play. It's weird that they would even like let people camp there. And uh, I was only allowed to go for like the first 45 minutes. And then my mom came and got me because she's like, mm, you, you will not be camping. Your mom just didn't like the vibe there. My mother does not. She just, she doesn't like white trash activities and she was not trying to have me like camp. Now, yeah. your mom to, would have been there. We'll be staying in this section soon. She was like, you'll get a taste of it. You're going to hate it. And I will be back in 45 minutes. Wow. And I, I, she was right. I was getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. I, did, I was bored out of my mind. I was like, well, these people are going to do this all night. And she's like, yeah, again, at that, at that point in my life, we, we had a Rolls Royce Corniche. She's like, get in the back of the Rolls. We're leaving. Thank you. So, I yeah, love it. Thank you, Mom. So Stop trying to be one with the people. No. Get the Rolls. We were not. Um, so... <laughs> And, you know, the rolls had this little thing. It was like a triangular wedge that I, I took out the pocket in front to put my feet on. Oh, God. Because you don't yeah, put your feet directly gross. on the floor either. That's gross. Yeah. So anyway. All right. So cut to I moved to Colorado and I have fucking nothing in common with anyone in Colorado. And so to like ch- check off the list of things, I do not like dogs. I do not like craft beer. I do not like skiing. I do not like snowboarding. And I definitely had never been camping. Now, everyone assumes because I did Survivor, I camp. I need to be clear. Survivor is not camping. Those are like it, all the filters on Colorado. And everything. Yeah. I mean, maybe the only thing I can kind of vibe with is I sometimes will wear flannel. I look good in a blue plaid flannel. That's the extent of it. So I, you know, over time when I got here, I was like, all right, I'm going to get a tent and a sleeping bag and a sleeping mat with the intent of giving it a shot. Cause you can't, this is the problem. You can't just like try, you got to have the stuff, right. right? You can't survivor it or you shouldn't. And so I had been harassing Jay this summer. He got the puppy and because the puppy hadn't been vaccinated, we, he couldn't, couldn't take it because of certain vaccinations into the woods in Colorado because of certain things. And so I was like, ah, oh, bummer. I guess uh, yet another year goes by and I uh, <laughs> still haven't camped. Well, on Wednesday, I get a call from, I have one of my closest girlfriends. Her name's Carly. Her girlfriend is Mallory. They're a couple. And she called me, and we were supposed to have drinks this weekend um, on Friday night. And she goes, listen, 
last minute thing, we booked a campsite. Now they have a $4,000 tent that comes off the top of the truck and it's like a tree house. I mean, oh it's, it, I have pictures, I'll put it up. Um, and it, it, it's really, I mean, it's a $4,000 tent. That's enough to say. It has a queen size mattress in it and it's on the top of the roof of the, her pickup truck. What kind of truck is this? Is it She's got a wheeler? tundra. No. <laughs> and so it's like the bed of the truck. It's like, like above that. Oh, okay. Um, but it comes, it juts out over the side and it's, you know, a whole thing. Is there an arrow that says, There's a skylight here? <laughs> what is there an arrow that says please rob us here like <laughs> actually sadly she the they did the camper was stolen once already they got a new one anyways all right so she says to me you know do you want to camp and i said you know what yeah and she's like it's just for one night and it's she she's like it's not glamping but it's not true camping because we're actually going to be we have a campsite like a like a lot on on the lake and there is a porta potty which i actually care the least about peeing outside is like not a problem to me so uh i was like Fuck it. Yeah. So I, was, I said, you need to treat me like I I, I don't know anything because I don't. So tell me what I need to bring. I said, I assume I need a chair. I need the tent. And, she, and they have everything. They have like duplicates of everything. And she's like, don't worry. And I said, if if you could, I don't want to bring food. I don't know what you're supposed to do with that. So I will bring all the alcohol. You're I got that. You're supposed to leave it out and then be on the next Colorado bear attack. Right. That's so, what I'm supposed to do with my food. So I, first of all, she fails to mention to me that to get to this lake, it's called Lake Wellington, in order to get there, it's 10 miles of off-roading. I don't like that. <laughs> and there's no cell service. I don't like Zero. that. So understand, mm -mm. I'm alone in my car because I went separate from them. And I am like, okay, this is, you know, I'm in my company car. I don't know how to change a tire. And I am, it's potholes. It's, it's just off-roading. Those are the things that bus tires of and course sometimes you can see the pothole and you can't avoid and there's it nothing... and it still bursts yes. the tire yes and I'm like fuck now mind you I was smart enough before the off-roading began I didn't realize I was gonna be off-roading but I didn't have I had like a quarter tank of gas and I was like I don't feel comfortable I'm like you know kind of a nervous person when it comes to like anything car related you should be so I go yeah. to get gas and when I get gas I am wearing the only jacket I brought because she also the only other direction she gave me was everything that you bring will smell like campfire so if it's something you really like thank god she said i was gonna wear my fox fur my white fox fur because that's the warmest to thing i blend have in. <laughs> what do you think the, the animals are coming to eat you she's one of us yeah. i just thought it's warm and she goes absolutely not wear a coat that you don't you know it's gonna smell permanently like campfire so i put this like black patagonia you know it's a down coat but it's it's not my favorite coat it's like what i wear to the gym but that was the only option i had really that i didn't care about i then layer up if, if three layers on underneath the coat and then I have two pairs of pants and two pairs of socks. And I was like, I'm just going to sleep in whatever I'm wearing, right? And she goes, yeah, but you, you need a lot of layers. You need a beanie. And I was like, okay. That's now, like what you would wear if you were going to let pit bulls practice on you. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Jesus. Yes. So <laughs> I forgot this part. The night before, I see Jay. He's leaving for his birthday trip. Happy belated birthday, Jay. He's going to L.A. And I was with him when he was packing. And I go, you're not going to believe what I'm doing tomorrow. And he goes, what? And I go, camping. And he's like. <laughs> no, you're not. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, it is freezing outside, Corinne. You cannot camp. It's way past season. What are you talking about? So then he goes, hey, Alexa, what's the temperature in Lake Wellington? And at the time when we checked, it was like 29 degrees. And he goes, so you think that you're going to sleep? He goes, do you understand what camping is? You're outside. So you're outside in below freezing conditions. What is your plan here? And I was like, I, I don't. I don't know. Carly and Mallory, they're like power lesbians. They definitely know how to do this. And he's like, I'm telling you, there's no secret. That's what it is. You're outside. Can you sleep in 29 degrees? Now, 
I call Carly all upset and I'm like, you know, well, and she goes, well, Mallory's going to make a fire. And, I, and she goes, the tent heats up super fast. Now, I just took her at her word. I was like, I guess, I guess when I get out to pump gas and it's not as cold as it's going to be that night, I'm just standing there pumping gas and I'm fucking freezing. My teeth are chattering and I'm wearing all the layers I have on and I'm not at all dressed properly. What do you think the temperature was when you just stopped to get gas? It was like right around 30, but I was in the shade and I didn't, I don't know, I don't have warm stuff. What was I going to wear, a ski, my ski romper? Like... I don't have stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I put a pair of, of leggings on underneath a pair of sweatpants oh, from Costco. <laughs> I put I the two pairs of socks were both useless. So anyways, I get to the campsite and I pull in and, and we start setting up camp. And I got the other problem is that my tent is supposed to be for four people. I'm the only person in it. And they're not sleeping. I'm, I'm solo in the tent. So if there was going to be a body heat equation. With three other people. It's not a thing, why right? Why don't you guys all sleep in the same tent? No, because they have the fancy car camper thing. I the... thought that's why they were inviting you. No, no, no. It's not why a they room. They want you to, them to have you look at it while they sleep? Yes, that's what happens. I can see it through the window of my tent. Look how awesome so, we look when we zip wait, the thing shut. So Mallory <laughs> makes the fire, and I just start aggressively drinking, because I was like, there's just no, that's the only way out. Now the temperature begins dropping. Now before it gets dark, I decide I'm going to try and use the porta potty. dark yet? No, we got there. It wasn't dark yet because it, it gets dark, what, like 7 o'clock? And yeah. we were there. You know, it was Friday afternoon. We were there earlier. So I go to the porta potty and I see on the door there are signs. And when I, I had to check in to get my parking pass at, like, the campsite's, like, main area, they were like, there is very active bears. And so, Dude. so please be sure to have your bear mace. Be sure to put all of your, your food and, and, and waste away. And I was like... Oh, okay. And I'm thinking, Jesus, I don't know. I don't have anything. When I get to the campsite on the porta potty, the bear will decide there's whether you signs have everywhere. So Mallory gets there. Mallory of the two of them is much more like the camper. Carly's a little more bougie like me. And so I'm like, Mallory, uh, I, I need, again, I don't know how to, so the bear thing, I don't have any. And she goes, you know, it's fine. Just yell. If you see a bear yell, I'll come. I'll, there's a stairwell, by the way. There's a, a ladder that gets her up into, because you're going to come down the ladder and what? And then what? The bear's and waiting goes, at the end with his mouth goes, open. You're going to be fine. She goes, just don't keep any cosmetics or toothpaste or lotion in your tent. And I was like, I'm glad you said that because that wasn't my assumption. So I had to clear my tent of everything except myself and a water bottle. And by the way, I'm actually the food. Or am I not? Yeah. And I'm covered in Narciso Rodriguez perfume. <laughs> I perfumed the shit out of myself thinking, it's, you know, you're going to kind of wilt over the, the camp time, that right? might be a cute, uh, like, So I'm covered in lotion guy. and perfume. Yeah. <laughs> And so I then, okay, so the porta potty had two warnings. That was the first one. Unfortunately, the second one I didn't see until the next day, which we'll get to. So at night, so we start drinking. She makes the fire. I I mean, I'm, I drank at three quarters of a, a, a full bottle of mezcal. I mean, I was, I was really quite drunk by the time we went to sleep. I don't remember going to sleep. And actually, in the middle of the night when I woke up and had to pee, so guess what temperature was in the middle of the night? 18 degrees. Dude. Now I have to pee. And I wake up, I come to, and like, I will say the sleeping bag was, I took Jay's sleeping bag and mine, and I put his on the bottom for like extra difference between me and the floor, which was a tip Mallory gave me. And then I was in my sleeping bag, and Mallory bought like 17 different blankets, and she's like, stuff yourself into the sleeping bag with all these blankets also. So I can't move. It's terribly uncomfortable. If I wasn't so drunk, I could never have done it. And I took an ambient, obviously. Oh my God. Well, now I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And now I come to, and I realize I am... I am suffocating in blankets, and I'm in my North Face jacket. It, I have 
a scarf on. The North Face is all the way zipped up. I've got all the, the all these. I, it, was, it took me 15 minutes to get out of the sleeping bag. I get out of the sleeping bag and immediately the cold hits me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, how am I even going to pee in this? So I get, I go to unzip so the tent. I get tent. back in the bag. No, I just piss in the bag. No, I, I, I go to unzip the tent. And what had happened is the moisture overnight froze and created icicles. So the second I open the tent, I just get rained on. I just get, it's all like snow, like all over my face. It's on my beanie. And I'm just like, God damn it. This is horrible. So I pull my pants down. I, I, I pee in the middle of the night. I mean, it was... It was how I imagine people in North Dakota when they like shoot up like a, a cup of coffee into the air and it freezes before it hits the ground. Yeah. Like I was like, like feeling like that's what was happening to my urine. So I get back in the tent. I managed to go back to sleep. I By mean, the way, I, that's uh, that's the nature's equivalent of dropping oh, a pin for a bear. Yes, <laughs> of course. Over here. <laughs> yeah. And then what I forgot to offer up is that at towards like the, the night is winding down. I don't remember anything because I took my Ambien. But when I wake up in the middle of the night, I realize there's no fire. And I find out the next morning, oh, no, we don't keep the fire going through the night. That's not that's that's dangerous. You have to put I mean, it out. You would be comfortable the whole time. But if you did why that. would you tell me? that? Don't worry. Mallory's building a fire. Well, she's but but it, it was out by 10 p.m. And I had to go to sleep like with no fire. I went to go take a sip of my water bottle and it was 100 percent frozen. The water bottle next to me. I was like. Why isn't this coming out? Oh, oh it's totally God. frozen. So when I tell you, it was not just my first time camping. It was the most idiotic first-timer experience. And then to to round this out, first of all, I go to the porta potty in the morning, and I see the sign that I wish I had seen the day before because we were collecting firewood all afternoon. It says, do not touch the sticks or you will get ticks. So there was a rampant tick issue that no one mentioned, and I did nothing but collect sticks oh for the first few God. hours of this. No. So now I'm like, no. Can you check my hair? Can you check? Oh. I don't know what a tick looks like. I've really started scratching. I don't like that. I don't know if I have Lyme disease now. So the other reason we were there is we're going to watch the solar eclipse, and they tell us there's a party like at like this particular area of the lake where they have a guy with a sun telescope that you can look directly at the sun. They have glasses for us, and there's going to be live music. And so I show up at this, and the first thing I do, I'm not a people person in that like this was there was too many children, too many dogs. And, like, I loved – the telescope was cool as shit. But you got to stand in line. You got to keep getting back in line. Yeah, you got to press your eye where this dirt bag just pressed their weird eyeball. I don't want that. Well, and the the center had given out free glasses to the first, like, 20 people. Well, all of a sudden, this, this family shows up, and uh, – they're selling glasses for three dollars each, and it made it, it made me so mad, so mad. I was like, "Who needs glasses? You can borrow mine." Like I was like, "You were like, I'm gonna oh, cut." You are that. not making money right now. Like you are out of your mind. Anyways, but, but that's probably how they pay for Christmas, and you just shot it down just because it was definitely this, this was a poor family. Yeah. Yes, but I just was like, absolutely, this is you are taking advantage of people. Three dollars, my ass. So, <laughs> and they were reasonable. like, they didn't have Venmo or PayPal, or you had to have exact change. And I was like, get the fuck out oh, of here. Oh, you didn't these. have to. They'll take twenty. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't have you to have tip. shit. <laughs> yeah, unlike her Cameron, you could throw a tip their way. So, anyways, I end up talking to this guy who's in the campsite next to ours, and he he's obviously I thought like some kind of like South American, you know, he speaks Spanish, and he's like, he 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 comes over, and he's like, oh, you are one of the girls in the campsite next to mine, and I'm like, yeah, 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 and he's like, oh, it's so nice to meet you, uh, and then he gets really close, like too close to my face, and he's like, my wife, she passed away three weeks ago. And this was her favorite spot. I'm here with my daughter. 
and uh, we are scattering her ashes. And I was like, hello, can someone say, what, oh why my. am I in this conversation oh, right now? And he's talking to you? Just to me. And Carly and Mallory are not standing close enough to me. He just pulls me aside to tell me about. What is his face saying to you? Is he like on the verge of tears? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And we were wondering, it's so cold out. And they took kayaks from where we were. We drove over to this area. They kayaked across the lake because it was her favorite thing to do. I'm getting the whole, and I'm just like, can some, can someone just identify that I'm in a situation I don't want to be in? So then I try and change the news cycle. And I said, where are you from? Like South America? Because I love South America. I have an alpaca. And he goes, I don't know. I want to talk about where I'm from. It's very traumatic. Maybe if you come to the campsite later, we, I tell you, I tell you more stories. And I was like, I, I guess what I'm not doing. Yeah. So anyways, that's my camping story. Oh and my God. I, I have pictures. I have. I will put all of this on our Instagram. My safe word is more. I, I have to say, I kind of liked it. I just would never advise anyone to camp. This was insane behavior. I don't get. But the, he, well, when you were talking, I just I hearken back to our origin story, our King James Bible, mm. which was when DBL did its clothed and afraid segment. Yes, yes. We yes. camped. Yeah, it and was, it was middle of and, summer. And when you were talking, but when you were talking about having the different layers with the tent, I, Jeff, and I didn't know that. So I slept against the ground, just thinking, "Oh, I didn't realize." <laughs> you can't do that. I was so cold and so mad, and uh, I was like, "Why am I doing this? We're here, then, wolves! Everybody yeah. is gone. It is pitch black. Yeah. Probably looking back on it, not a great idea. Just on a safety mm-hmm. issue." And I remember thinking, "It's all good." Corinne was on Survivor and she knows what to do. And I'm hearing you like, I didn't even know where to turn no. to get to the site. You know? uh, no. I thought you were like no. uh, basically a green beret or something. No, I can't absolutely believe you not. didn't know what he, I was like, no. don't worry if a bear comes. Here's my issue with camping, Corinne. There's all these like, don't touch a stick or there'll be a tick I mean, or something. And all these puns, but you can be, I'm like, with bear, is, if it's brown, lay down. If yeah. it's black, fight. Like, what if I can't recall that? I, no, I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Bear. I thought I was supposed to hit you. No, I lay. Okay, I'll remember after you give me my eyeball back. Mallory's like, just scream, I'll hear you. And I was like, yes, but do you understand that it's possible the bear has eaten me? And that's why I'm screaming. Yes. <laughs> He's already gotten to me. Yeah, some of my, my, my vocal cords may have been damaged with its four gigantic claws going across my throat. I was woken up by his jaws, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't – let me just say this. And I, I look, I know I didn't win a lot of friends early on in this podcast when I went on my rant about brunch. I stand by what I said. Mm. But I respect brunch people because I want people to keep drinking. I just want you to be honest. Maybe that's because I how I did it. I was like, let's just skip brunch and just – Pull the shade down mm-hmm. and we'll finish what we started last night. Yeah. All right. Let's just do it the other <laughs> way without breakfast. But I will say this uh, about camping. And I know a lot of people love it. They they tie their family memories to it. And it's a way to challenge themselves to become one with nature. And that's fine. But you should know that nature doesn't want to become one with you. No. Camping sucks. It always sucks. Everything out I, there sucks. There's gnats. There's bugs. The shitting situation. Well, best case scenario is you with a shovel. You come back. Everybody knows your shit. Everybody knows you couldn't really clean it up. And now we're just going <laughs> to yeah. walk around with that well, honesty. The food is okay. What do you do with the dirty dishes? I don't know. Wait for a bear. Try and remember the pun on which I, one. I don't like their serial killers. out there. Who? What other people are out there? Huh? Rocket scientists? Well, are there models evade, out there? People evading no. the law. Yes. People there are people evading that the warrants. Have definitely killed somebody within that month. Yeah. Uh, uh, white nationalists uh, and other psychopaths. Uh, and and it's just like them or the bear. 
and I have no interest. The food sucks. It's cold. I There's mean, animals. I, I don't want to be there. I like being. I love being without cell service. I fucking hate my cell phone. And I did like being outside. But yeah, it has its ups and downs. Just go to um, a nice hotel. All right, we're running long time. I'm gonna give are one we? quick. Yes, we are. I'm going to give oh, one. I was reading that totally wrong. One quick dating story. And then we're gonna get into our <laughs> Gmail. This will take me. I, know. I looked. I thought we were at 17 minutes. I was no. Like, oh, 46. Yeah. I don't know we're getting up there. Um. Okay. So really quick. Uh, my. I'm just gonna. We'll save the rest of the dating stories for later. But are we dating the same guy? I, 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 guys, I had a drink or two. Maybe I took my ambient. I decided to get involved in the conversation very peripherally. So there was somebody who had uploaded a picture of a gentleman. He is at the gym and he is not wearing gym attire, like at all. He's wearing like jeans and a button down. And so I just chime in. The person's asking, are there any tea or red flags? And I chime in, no, but I can tell you that these are not good clothes to work out in. Hope there's no tea. I then get a fucking ban. For what? Feedback about your removed comment. Five rules were violated. Oh, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Oh, uh, let me help you. Now, mind you, I said nothing even. <laughs> he's, I stated facts. He's not wearing gym clothes. So she. So the, the rules, it goes like this. It said, it's about protecting women, not judging men. We're here for personal experiences and stories, not judgment. Don't comment on any guy unless you have personal experience with them or relevant information about them. I did have relevant information. He's not in workout clothing. <laughs> Don't make any comments based on a guy's looks, attire, name, age, or occupation. Okay, but that's all the things you could make comments about. Don't comment based on photo observations. Make jokes about anyone posted or speculate about men that you don't personally know. I mean, I literally violated all of this. Do not laugh. React at posts that aren't specifically meant to be funny. Violate any of these and you will be banned. So I'm on probation, you guys. This is why. It's wild, right? right? there is why the left will always make strides. Mm -hmm. But we end up eating ourselves because we let the most hyper vigilant and hyper reactive of all of us represent all of us it, it really because she's saying don't judge men so like any woman that's on that site that goes hey watch out this guy's super creepy isn't that a judgment can I, you not say that what if this guy's doing laps around in middle school can't I say just, he's creepy i just the, the 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 funniest thing about this is i have a podcast which should surely get me banned and no one has figured that out but this this is how i'm going down you guys telling you what you can laugh at do you understand the slippery slope of what you can laugh at unless we've decided it's funny well it seems innocuous that is a power trip no different you know, than this uh, is this is the problem i got eliza involved in the denver version because mine's way juicier apparently than the new york one that she's in and she started commenting and then someone was like oh my god eliza from survivor <laughs> and i was like i don't know i had a me too movement and i was yeah. like i'm gonna let me kick up a little dust here. I don't know. I'm sorry I did it. I won't be doing it again. It's anonymous or nothing from me going Wait, forward. No, I have a question. So what if he was in a suit of armor? You can't Could say you... anything. No. No. Or so if he was wielding a, a bloody no... knife, you can't say anything. So that's in that a king has no clothes situation? We have to all pretend like this yeah. is normal because somebody that we don't know has decided arbitrary rules that do not apply in this situation? Yeah. That's super weird and creepy. I know. Oh. Well, I would love you guys write in if you've got any if you're in your own are we dating the same guy group, you can hit us up at my safe word is more advice at gmail.com. I'd love to hear more stories. Have you gotten banned? What are you seeing on there? You guys know this is my passion. This is obviously gonna be short lived, so please let's live it up while we can. That, and now I'd like to hear from our swimmers. What's the right, what's our email today? Let me get right into this. Swim coaches. 
after a very confusing dating season, not really sure what to call uh, going on dates for nine months and thinking it was legit uh, to find out she has a boyfriend uh, from, from my barber. Hmm. Ooh. I'm back on the apps. Welcome back. Wait. So, so wait. To be clear, he d- was dating a girl for nine months. Yes. He said dating fully... season like he was dating a bunch of people. But oh, it seems but like she was in rotation. It seems like he, no, it seems like he was like, maybe we're not official, but we're doing something. Uh-huh. And then his barber out of nowhere, when he's probably getting a haircut to go see her, yeah. goes, yeah, I'm good friends with a boyfriend. Oof. Yes. Yeah, she has a mouth like a hoover. Anyway, yeah. what are you up to this Friday? <laughs> Okay, uh-huh. so it says I'm back on the apps. Bumble uh, and Hinge primarily. Are there any black people on Hinge? There aren't very many in Colorado, but they are on Hinge and Bumble. Oh, okay. They're just like not. The the pickings are slim. Mm. There's not that many, and the ones that are there are not. Not great. Okay. Not. All right. So he says he's back on Bumble and Hinge. I'm getting some matches, which is cool. But then when they find out, with the exception of Twitter, I don't have any social media mm. accounts, they immediately unmatch, unmatch. Is not having social media a red flag? Yes. For me, it's a legit mental health thing why I don't have them. But so, that's probably too overwhelming to say to them, what's the move no, here? No, 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 no. I know y'all He's, will come through. Thank okay. you. Grateful, blessed to be a swimmer. Pastor Travis, I'll F oh, with you, Travis. Hi, what Travis. Okay, Travis, that's you're 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 um, mixing up the issue here. So, not having social media, if if it's me. So, first of all, I don't have my social media linked, and I would not give my social media out because I'm trying to stay kind of anonymous until we meet because I don't like Franny taught me that. Like, I used to have my Instagram connected because I was like, you want to see more pictures of me? Have at it. Like, truthfully, like Google me. You can see videos of me. Like. I don't want you to think I'm catfishing or I don't look like what I say I look like. However, she was like, that's not, they don't, they didn't earn that. You don't want somebody to be able to read everything you've ever, everywhere you worked on LinkedIn and your mom's name on Facebook. And no, they didn't earn any of that. So she made me disconnect my Instagram. So as far as people know, when they look at mine, I don't have, they they shouldn't be able to figure out my social media. Although I don't really understand reverse Google image search. So perhaps they do that. Um, but the real real reason why I have a problem with somebody that has no footprint is 100% of the time that person is a catfish. Oh. It becomes – it's that. So, Travis, you have Facebook. I mean, I would – like, like just to legitimize that you are who you say you are, just share, like, you know, that your Facebook's probably private. Like, you can, you can find me on Facebook if you have my last name, but you can't see my Facebook stuff because it's private, right? Right. And if Travis doesn't have any other social – I have other social media, which is why I'm not telling them my last name. But you don't have any other social media. I would tell her, you know – it, I, I have Facebook. That's all I have. You're welcome to, you know. Well, yeah, it, it's cheating. And also, as a dude, Travis, uh, you look like you're 100% cheating. That's that's what yes, I Yes, that's Especially too. Like all when, my friends that yeah, cheat. You, I I am not allowed to post pictures with a bunch of my friends because they're like, I, the, the, and I'm not even hooking up with them. They're just like, I don't, I don't want my wife to know that I'm in this city right now. Like, yeah. it's everything's a fucking secret. <laughs> yeah, it's super weird. And just like, that's what like, it used to be like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but not really anymore because even in Vegas, girls would be like, oh, sure enough, your name's Ricardo, whatever you want to call yourself. Let me see your social media. And it is a good way to get past the the, the creepy dudes that could kind of like talk a good game. But now I have friends that kind of skated with that for years. And they're like now almost every girl that I try and to approach. Something I learned um, from watching one of the million like weird shows I watch on like the, the like A&E shows 
basically this one guy, he went out with a girl that he he she randomly like he ran into her at a bar at a random city after not talking to her for years. They had gone to high school together. And she's like, oh, my God. She goes, let me They were like she was making jokes about the license picture and how like your license picture is always like terrible, whatever. She goes, let me see. And they were drinking. Let me see your license picture. She he showed her his license. She memorized his address and then began stalking him, moved to the same neighborhood and was like, oh, my God, this is so great because she had she saw. So never, ever, ever prove your who you say you are by giving showing someone your license. That's what I've learned. Oh, my gosh. All right. And before yeah. we get to final thoughts, I just want to say something to Travis, because we we're talking about like. Again, what what other people think? Oh, you're cheating. Oh, you're a catfish. How about this, Travis? I get what you're saying in terms of social media. I'm not great with it. If I didn't have, uh, 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 you're not uh, great with uh, it. Uh, I, I know, Corinne. I told you last week. And any he was like, "Can I give you my any swimmer? You if you post. want my social media, as long as you're not going to post uh, <laughs> the N word a hundred times uh-huh. in a row, I will give you. I hate it. I know. I don't, I don't like it either. I don't think it's. A, I am a person that is consumed with my own thoughts, not from narcissism, but I'm like thinking about stuff and what did Corinne say? What did she mean by that? That was really funny what Corinne said. I should ask him. I'm thinking about things and I don't think human beings should be constantly inundated with here's Corinne uh, looking mm-hmm. hot in a bikini and then Chris saying, hey, my mom turned 99 and then, hey, the Packers suck and then right. what, 10 tips for this holiday. I I don't think your brain is meant to see that well, and so I, I feel you, Travis. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't get any, you do need some kind of like, I'm not a serial killer stuff online. I get that. So listen to Corinne, but I'm telling you, you I mean, and I have a lot more in common because if it wasn't, I, man, I'd be off the grid like this is 1959, bro. Yeah. I get a car and head straight to Juneau, Alaska. You never hear from me again. <laughs> I don't want, I don't think everybody is out there for your best intention. You find your four or five good friends, you mm-hmm. ride out with them for life. And then, you know, I feel like, thank God for this podcast, we're small, but like our swimmers are like us and they get how we think. And even if they don't agree, they get us. Yes. And I feel like social media is all fake. Out with the hubby. You guys hate each other. Oh, you haven't I, fucked I in four months. The idea that everything you do needs to be on an it's Instagram so story weird. is maddening. Just enjoy yourself. Like, I don't understand it at all. At all. Or, like, when you're at a concert and you've got to capture every fucking moment. of the. I don't want to watch the concert through your fucking shitty phone. From your shitty seats. I know. With I know. people with slightly sh- less shittier seats holding their phone up. Oh, it's Beyonce, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, you know who's definitely here. Chris. I know. I want to hear his final, his final thoughts. thoughts. My favorite part of the show. So Chris, talk yeah, to Yeah, let's have it. First of all, Kirk Cameron. Yes. He's 5'10". You know, when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't understand height. I don't height. know if he makes the height report. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like littler myself. I was 13 and he seemed taller. Well, he, he, he was, he was fully grown. Yeah. Uh, it, it, cookies Florentine. Hmm. If you're eating cookies Florentine, you're having cookies and spinach. Ew. That's what I thought. In a lovely Mornay sauce. Mornay sauce? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? Uh, Rebecca Morn- de Mornay's? Yeah. <laughs> I have a Lake Wellington camping review. Yeah? From someone named Brenda. Tell me. Brenda says, I did not enjoy any part of my experience <laughs> here. They charge you $5 for five pieces of wood. Ridiculous. <laughs> But, I thought you were going to say it's from the Chilean guy. I yeah. f- there was a very unsympathetic woman. I'm a little woman. uncomfortable with your Chilean accent, but I'll, yeah. just, I'll, I'll glaze <laughs> over that. And finally, I, I, this is an important pod for me because I now have three new words to live by that will truly carry me through the rest of my days. Okay. Reason, <laughs> rhythm. Empire. An umpire. Is it umpire or empire? Empire. Empire. I guess legacy didn't make the cut. No. But, uh, Reason, rhythm, and empire. Oh, man. 
God, with that said, yeah. what uh, swimmers, thanks for writing in. Corinne, tell them to write in where they My go. My safe word is moreadvice at gmail.com. Okay. And I'm going to change it up. I'm going to say this is not a podcast about life. It's a podcast about reason, rhythm, and legacy. Oh, legacy got the, the billing. Take All right, we love you guys. Love y'all. Look at that. 59 minutes, 10 seconds. When you go we're running show on time, I was like, what are you talking about? I started about? to panic because I, 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 I didn't it, think my camping story was that interesting or would go that long. And I was like, oh, fuck.